Welcome to The Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we take a bite out of an apple, but then realize it's actually an onion, but we don't want to blow our cover, so we eat the whole thing and try and play it cool. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Dee Dee Rose. What's up, Deanna? How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just over here being queasy and sleazy as usual. <laughs> it's, it, you're nothing if not consistent, and I appreciate that for you. For us, for the listeners, for, for everybody, <laughs> for everybody, but most Im- most importantly, for our guest, we have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, that's what the Zoom screen's all about. Okay, this is making a lot more sense now. I thought we were being audited, <laughs> folks. Returning to the podcast, it's been a while. We're so glad to have him back. He is a friend of the show. He is doing his best to avoid writing a memoir. Please welcome back Ian Rowe. Hello. I, I really wish I had come up with a catchphrase, you know, to, to yeah, like I, I, a heads up would have been nice. Like I'm just, you know, I, 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 I'm hungover. Did, the end. You did come here expecting to participate, right? Like <laughs> you knew you were going to have to say stuff. I, well, I don't know. Like I actually did think I was auditing the show. Like I have got, <laughs> I've got a lot of documents that just seem silly to have open now. So I guess now I'm just here to participate. So sure. Go ahead. Hit me. Hit me with what you got, Andrew. Folks, if an IRS agent ever shows up at your door, start a podcast with them. They won't know what to do. <laughs> I do love the idea of just like you're in the middle of getting audited and you hand them a mic and you're like, so Somalia, what's up with that? <laughs> or even just like, so who are some of your guys? Who, who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you got? Who do you got for 2023? <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus. Ian, it's so great to have you back on. It, it has been, it's been too long. I miss talking to Ian's, um, you and uh, other friend of the show, other hopefully not writing a memoir, Shay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, been a, it's been a while. You, you guys had the, had the podcast before. Is, uh, there's another one potentially in the works? We, uh, you know, so we both moved, we were living in different cities, respectfully. He was, uh, he was up in New York and then I was up in Boston. <laughs> and we decided- lived, has anyone ever lived in different cities disrespectfully? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you mean to say respectively? Did I say, did I say respectfully? You might you not You sure have. did. No, you I, definitely I, I just want to. <laughs> you definitely did. Cause I was like, we, we were living in different cities respectfully. Like, like I was like, oh, did you like reach an accord about that in advance? Vance, like <laughs> respectfully, was, we will depart from this zip shared zip code. Like what? There was a treaty that may have been broken somewhere <laughs> along the way. So um, we have, yeah, we decided we uh, rejoined forces. We're both here in Philly, and um, it's a great time. Disrespectfully, uh, very disrespectfully. Um, <laughs> there's no such thing as Philadelphia respect. Come on, yeah, there's. Come on, I just said Philadelphia, and you said the word respect. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, but just it's a great time to love. be. You Not even that. that. Wait, you know that Aretha Franklin song, R E S P E C T, unless you're in Philly. <laughs> unless <laughs> you're in Philly. I think that was a deep cut. They were like, yeah. listen, we can't put this on the air. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we we uh, we rejoined forces. We're in Philly now. We're probably going to be, we're, we're brainstorming on some projects, probably mostly video. And uh, we're going to turn Shay's basement into some sort of studio. So we'll have to check it out. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll make some snuff films down there. Who knows? Like the sky's the limit. Oh, can I star in one? <laughs> yeah. If you're looking uh, at please. The, as the person who dies, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really was hoping that you would be the one to kill me. Like we're going to have to, I don't know, but we'll flip a coin. Did we just make a suicide pact? <laughs> 
a murder suicide pact. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> so we're just cute like that. We're just cute like that. Respectfully, we're just gonna kill each other. <laughs> respectfully, look respectfully. This, I need. I'm going to ask you to kill me. This is a very classy, tactful suicide murder pact. Yeah. Okay, oh but a lot god. of murder is disrespectful as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like respectfully. So I feel like murder is a, that you got to indicate that it's respectful. These fucking kids these days, no one ever says pardon me while they're stabbing you. I'm, yeah. I murdered <laughs> so, you. No so sorry about this. I'm, I, I hate to be doing this. I hate to be inconveniencing you like this. <laughs> I hope this blade finds you well. Uh, <laughs> I hope this wound finds you well. Oh my God. How the wound found me. Imagine, <laughs> imagine stabbing someone, but being like, I hope you have health insurance. Yeah. Is this covered? <laughs> I just, that just reminds me, I don't know what it is, but like that reminds me of, um, like there was a story recently in Philly and um, this guy was riding his bike and I guess this dude like jumped out of the corner with a knife and the guy riding his bike jumped off his bike to tackle the guy with the knife like takes the knife from the guy with the knife stabs the guy like in the back and then in the neck and then the guy who was stabbed still got on the bike to steal it it's like <laughs> you gotta admire the commitment like that is look if you get, you don't see that in other major cities like that is philly strong okay? okay but he needed to get to the hospital and how the <laughs> fuck was he now he needed to get there even fast like he needed the bike the yeah ambulance- he was like hey do you mind if I borrow your bike? You just stab me in the neck. It's the, like like an ambulance is not getting through Philly traffic fast enough. His best chance of survival was the bike. And he had already committed to the bit. Like at the point where you've been stabbed in the neck because you're trying to steal a bike, you might as well steal that fucking bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess the guy did wrestle him off the bike, unfortunately. So he wasn't able to make it to the hospital. Wait, no, he did make it to the hospital in time. He's 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 okay. How's the bike doing? Uh Probably fine. The bike is in therapy. The bike, <laughs> the bike has severe PTSD from witnessing an act of violence like this, and being forced to be a part of this dark narrative. Folks, the check- bike has asked to star in one of our snuff films. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> folks, check on the bicycles in your lives. Um, so we've got a bunch of news to get to, but before any of that, uh, we. I just want to take a brief moment and say thank you to the sponsors of this show. Now, Ian, you may remember <laughs> that this podcast has a Patreon. Listeners, maybe you didn't know that. Maybe maybe this is the first time you're hearing about it, and it's true. We do. We have a Patreon where most weeks we put up additional content. Some things we've been doing recently, uh, we've been talking about Real Housewives. We've been talking about stupid movies we've seen or great movies we've seen. Sometimes we just talk about January 6th or 9-11. Andrew Tate. Oh, all did, the hits. Did we do that? I can't yeah, remember. we did that. <laughs> <laughs> did we? Did we talk about that? Dee did that without you. Like she's like, I, you weren't here. I did that. The content is so good. I can't remember if we've done it or not. The point is, we're <laughs> making so many things we can't even remember what they all are. But you should check them out at Patreon.com/slash/WorstWeekYet. That's a great point. The the cool thing no. is though, uh, anybody who signs up, if you give at least five bucks a month, I'll send you a sticker in the mail. It's got my cat on it. She's smoking a cigarette. But 
if you sign up giving $10 a month. That means you get a personal thank you, a shout out. We just like to name drop our number ones, our Pizza the Huts. Our Pizza the Huts, our, our official sponsor. So big shout out to Andrea Humphrey, Brianne, Hunter Biden, Idnex, AJ from Baltimore, Darren fucking Cavalero, Dragula 206, Josh Troopin, Nandy Angelus, the man in the West, Zap Actions Downer, and CIA Brain Bugs. Are those the twenty dollars? How do you get a shout out on the show? Ten. How much do you have to donate? Ten dollars. Oh, sorry. I so I was I was thinking apologize. about pizza. Don't apologize. That is something I should have said already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you did. I don't know. I was just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Gravy, go back and check the tape. But for everybody else listening, Patreon.com/slash/WorstWeekYet. Uh, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for supporting the show. If you just send me twenty dollars, I will mail you a piece of turkey that may still be edible by the time it gets to you. What's your address? I'll, we'll get to that later. We got more important stuff to talk we about. We got important stuff to talk about. And listen, if you can't sign up at the Patreon, you know, we respect it. But if you like us anyways, you can uh, show us that by telling some friends or some enemies. If you hate the show, tell someone you fucking hate about it. You know? Hell yeah. Tell somebody. If you're not on speaking terms with any member of your family, send them the link to our podcast and then don't respond to them asking, what the fuck is this? You should listen to Worst Week Yet, respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got some news. The news is disrespectful as fuck. The news has never (laughs) once respected us and we have never once respected getting the story straight. There's (laughs) there's very little respect that is going to hear, but you know (laughs) what? You aren't, you're not going to hear no respect from us. Can you see that my brain is leaking out of my ears? What's going on, dude? I don't understand how like... This I, is so disrespectful right now. How like Ian got Lunar New Year drunk last night. and So Lunar New Year drunk, bro. It's you're the rabbit, man. It's my fucking year. You were going at it like rabbits. Yeah, boo. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Like... He sung over, I barfed my life up yesterday. I don't know what the fuck you did, but like, <laughs> you can't put a sentence together. I'm worried. Yeah, Andrew, I, what did you do last night? Do we want to talk about the news or do we want to talk about Andrew a little more? I came home from uh, working on this house that I'm cleaning out. I exercised, I took a shower, and I read a book. I have no excuse. <laughs> Those are all really respectful things that you did. That was my Saturday night. What a Uh, respectable day. Guess what I did on Friday night? Literally the exact same thing. That's that was my weekend. A lot of uh, showering, working out, reading, and respect. You took more showers this weekend than that lady from Twitter did in the first quarter of (laughs) of 2022. So I think you're getting a lot done. I think you're doing you're doing more than you're giving yourself credit for. I'm staying ahead of the game at this point. You know, if you I really take are. if I take a year's worth of showers in January, I don't have to fucking scrub nothing for the rest of the year. I will not make a podcast with you. <laughs> you have no sense of smell. Respectfully. That doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Folks, let's get into the news. I want to talk about, oh my God, we have been duped, folks, and thankfully somebody is fighting for us. Uh, that's right. This week it was announced a class action lawsuit is being filed filed against fireball whiskey do you know why oh don't uh, i, I don't like this story already because you know what <laughs> there's some shit i'd like there's some shit i'd like to sue fireball whiskey for 
Uh, some some damages. So apparently, <laughs> the small bottles of Fireball whiskey that are like hanging out by the counter in in uh, gr- gas stations and bodegas and shit, those little tiny bottles, mm-hmm. apparently, those are not Fireball whiskey. They are cinnamon flavored malt liquor that just looks like fireball whiskey. It's it's made by the same company, but you can't sell liquor in that kind of quantity at that at all the places that they sell those little bottles. So they just figured out a workaround. They just put some cinnamon in some malt liquor and put the fireball label on it so people would buy it. But but it doesn't have the same alcohol content as fireball whiskey. It's like not the same thing. So people were like, wait a second, you're selling us a a tiny little bottle full of lies. I I want to know like who was the malt liquor sommelier that took that drink that and was like, wait a minute, hold on, something's not right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who is the fucking guy that figured that out? Like, and why? We we talk about these things here and there on the show that like you know people just like are like wait a minute this says cheese but it's cheese product and they're like can i have five million dollars this guy's been involved in like multiple of these lawsuits like this is what this guy is doing with his life and as much as i think it's kind of frivolous and silly i gotta hand it to this guy what a fucking career path like i'm just gonna find products that are like kind of mislabeled and try and get a million dollars for it are they emotion? Are they emotional damages? Like, what are the damages Just that you mis- can sue? Misleading advertising or whatever. False advertising. I g- yeah. I guess that's fair. I, I I do like the idea more that it is emotional. Like he's he's suing specifically for the fact that he was forced <laughs> to drink. Like you know, like I hear this whole time. I was fucking it's drinking not- whiskey. It's not about the money. It's about the principle. I was just trying to hang out with my bros and show them how badass I was. You are like, watch me drink this thing of whiskey. And it was fucking malt liquor. (laughs) Fuck, man. I mean, here's the thing. If you're buying tiny little bottles of Fireball at gas stations. Well, wait, careful where you're going with this. This this uh, is about to feel like a personal attack. (laughs) Maybe it's a personal revelation. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. We're just here because we love you and care for you very much. <laughs> Not an intervention. <laughs> I really fucking wish I had a little bottle of liquor to just like hold up and drink on camera right now. I'm Apparently this guy wishes he had a bottle of, of wait, liquor, not malt liquor. What are you saying? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Listen, if you're already at the point where you're buying tiny bottles of Fireball at the gas station on the fly, like, like you already have enough going on. So then to find <laughs> out, to find out that, that it's not even actually fireball, like that's the last fucking straw. <laughs> like, like I am a person who at any moment could be broken by like, like the other day, the cap popped off my water bottle and like splashed water all over me. And I started weeping. I can't imagine how I would react to finding out that my whiskey is actually malt liquor. Like I just, people are pressed. People are struggling. People are hurting. And, and the companies we trust just lie to us. We can't take it. The psyche of the American people can take no more. I, but I gotta be honest though. Like Fireball is not a company that I would like expect to be (laughs) honest with me. Like this feels very on brand for Fireball. Like, oh bro, sorry, our bad. Did we forget to mention that? (laughs) 
I also, I, I like these, I like these little like class action Jimmy Jazzes because like they end up, they end up eating up millions of dollars from a corporation and like what gets paid down to the individuals feels frivolous, like feels petty because it ends up being like, you know, three bucks or something. But if you or someone, you know, bought a $2.19 was forced to drink cinnamon malt liquor. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But like, it does take big chunks out of these corporations and I'm a big fan of like sticking it to them. Fuck you. I think I think we're all like pro suing Fireball whiskey. Like I I I am total in total agreement with you. But I'm just like like there's some, there's still something for me. There's still something missing from the picture. Like I want like a five gun salute, but I want like the board of Fireball to like do a handstand and we make them butt chug like one of those little <laughs> bottles. Like I want I want real justice. Like because like uh, like just a, a penalty is not going to do it. Like I I want them to suffer so that they know not to do this to us again. Right. Like, that's what I want. Right. It can't just be monetary. Like I want Fireball. I want the executives at Fireball Whiskey to suffer the same kind of indignity at the hands of Fireball Whiskey that I have suffered. I want them. I think. Go yes, Andrew. Go ahead. <laughs> I want. I think their punishment should be they just have to hang out with a bunch of like twenty-five-year-olds that are wasted on Fireball for a whole night. I think. Well, look. All right. Uh, worst week. Collect, blah, 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 blah. Worst week yet. Why did you fucking name your show this, Andrew? Worst week yet. Listeners. I think we need to start a letter writing campaign to the judge demanding real justice, retributive justice. I think we need to get the the board as drunk as possible on Fireball and just like. I don't know. Un- unleash them on like a children's birthday. Okay, no, I I don't want wow. that at all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I was just like trying to think of like a like a max embarrassing thing, and I'm like, no, like the children don't deserve this. Like, um, like uh, more uh, fireball for kids. I don't know, like a like a Sea World or something. Like, I want some of them to like stumble around, like they have to like walk around the edge of the orca tank and like try to not fall in. I feel like we should just get them, like, let them get really drunk and then send them to one of those like. You know the like old lady gang, the red hat, purple dress club ladies. What? Oh yeah! Like we should send them to like to uh, to one of their meetings. So the old, so the the old hat, the red, the red hat, purple dress. Uh, or, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. Is, they're a, they're a fucking menace on society. They're a menace. It's 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 basically a Karen collective. It's like it's like women of a certain age. They're like, I have reached the point in life where I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me, and I'll wear a purple dress with a red hat if I want to. And it's like about like I mean, basically like their husbands died, and then they realized they were autonomous beings and could do whatever the fuck they wanted. And the best they came and they up chose with, that like the best. <laughs> they came up with was wearing like a mismatched outfit and going to restaurants and like antagonizing antagonizing women 30 years younger than them and then leaving bad tips we I will say this, Andrew and Andy, you're probably gonna want to put like a trigger warning in the description for anybody that works in the service industry like trigger trigger warning red hat society because like there is that is the worst day of your life as a as a server. It's just like you turn the corner and there's there's 80 women in purple dresses and red hats waiting for you to push together every fucking table in the restaurant so they can sit there for four hours drinking fucking sweet tea and leaving you an eight percent tip. Yes, this is something that actually happened to me. Fuck them. They're awful. I hate them. See, I was so fortunate that the restaurant I worked in was both dark and loud. 
And that is not hospitable conditions for the Red Hat Purple Dress Society. So they didn't come there. Like I worked at a ugh. Florida Florida Beach restaurant. That's like their natural habitat. And they'd be oh, like, look yeah. at that. There's a dolphin. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so I want to see the Fireball Whiskey execs drunk on cinnamon malt liquor going head to head with uh, the Red Hat Purple Dress Society ladies who are only banging on sweet tea. This is so much information. Uh, I agree. That should be the punishment. Let's move on. Let's talk about, ooh, let's talk about the home country, Deanna. Is that the, the, old, old, the old country? country? The old country buffet. This week, Italian police arrested mafia boss Matteo Messina Denaro. Do you know this guy? Is this one of your uncles, Deanna? No. Okay. Well, he was allegedly the head of the Cosa Nostra crime syndicate, and he has been on the run for 30 years. They charged him and convicted him in absentia for murders connected with organized crime. 30 years, three decades he had been on the run. You shouldn't be allowed to make your crime syndicate sound like an amazing restaurant that I would love to eat at. <laughs> like... Everything Costa, Italians is do is amazing, except fascism. That's wait. Are you like? Are you are you like lamenting that they weren't better at it? No, I'm saying that fascism is bad. That was a <laughs> okay. <bad>. Hot take. <laughs> they, <laughs> you were like, they did. You were like, I, they, they did the fascism just fine as far as fascism goes. I they just they shouldn't have been doing it. Okay. I just based on the tone, you're like, ah, they could have been a little better at the fascism. Like they felt pretty quick in World War II. I was like, well, what's that? What tone is this? Okay. Listen, but I'm glad you clarified. Thank you. Listen, I am I am deeply loyal to my to my people, but not 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 that's not that loyal. Not that not that part. Like, yeah. Yeah. So apparently this fucking number one most wanted criminal in all of Italy who's wow. been on the run for three decades. They caught him because he went to the hospital because he was sick, meaning he's just been sitting around in Sicily for three decades, I, and they just, they never fucking found him. I think... I, okay, so I might have to retract my previous statement, because once you said he was Cosa Nostra, and I realized that, that he was in he is Sicily, your uncle. that I realized <laughs> he was in Sicily, I was like, ah, shit. I, I just want to say, I fucking love how Italian Italian cops are. Like 30 years, they just they just never got around to fucking catching him. Like, I fucking love that. Yeah, because they were probably like, uh, we're going to catch this guy today. But first, we're going to stop here. We got to go over here. It takes them 20. They, they stop somewhere to interview somebody to, like, get information. And then it takes them 45 minutes to say goodbye. You can't get shit done. You can't get I, shit done like that. I don't know, man. Like... I think a cab, a cab, but I don't know, like maybe not Italian cops. Like, I don't know, man. What, what are they doing over there? They're not Here's solving the crimes. They're just eating pasta. I think if this guy's been on the run for 30 years, I think if you make it to 25 years without being caught, it should reset. You should, <laughs> you should be cleared of all convictions because like at that point, if at this point, I think that they were doing it on purpose. Like they purposefully weren't getting them. There's no way. Okay. It's one thing. If you go to like another country, if you're like, you know, in a place that is far away, if you are convicted of a crime in your country and you just stay in your country and they don't catch you for three decades, that's on them. This th they're more guilty of the murders than he is at this point. 
I like, I get it when it happens here because America is so big, but like, come on, man. Like Italy's not that big. It's like, the size of a boot. All right. Let's just take a moment of silence for, yeah. All right, Andrew, I want you to think about what you've done. Okay. Think seriously. Okay. That is long and hard. Okay. But at least he didn't hold up an actual boot a la Kanye West. Like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like at least you're doing better than someone. Unfortunately, it's, it is Kanye and only Kanye, but, um, but you know, small wins. Um, <gasps> I wait really quick. You know, I'm I'm having a lot of fun at like this like Italian criminal's expense. Like, what did he do actually? Because like I'm wondering how many of these statements I'm gonna walk back. Like, I dove I dove into this like real fucking quick. Like, what what was he guilty of? Wait, it, Cosa Nostra is the biggest like d- like Sicilian crime organization. So yeah, but like a lot of things can be illegal. Like, you know, like just having a good time with your buds. Like sometimes that's frowned upon. Like what? No, we're talking like murder. (laughs) We're talking like whacking people. We're like, like mafia, like actual organized crime. Ah, And and he was, he was the leader, like the orchestrator. So here's my thing. Here's my thing about the, like, if they don't catch you for 25 years, it's like, you know, clean slate. I feel like that could be true if you were like, man, I got away with those crimes and now I'm going to lay low. I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to like, you know, volunteer some places and like be a helper in the community. But I'm certain that he spent these 30 years continuing to do do crime. crime. I mean, even when mob bosses are arrested they continue to do the crime from like they still control the crime organization from jail so like there's no way that this guy who wasn't in jail at all wasn't doing more crime yeah when you put it that when you put it that way i guess you know 30 years is uh, better late than never huh yeah I think it, at the very least, the person who was running like in charge of the police department after they found him and he was just like at his house in Sicily, the person who was in charge of finding him should also get arrested. Like, you- <laughs> right. I think that there would there needs to be um, there needs to be an investigation into like who in the police organization had been like paid off like who was actually on on Cosa Nostra's payroll that they let him not be arrested I just I can't get over that like the name of the organization sounds like one of these like Jimmy Kimmel like on the on the street episodes where like they ask people to identify like where like Kyrgyzstan is on a map and they're like do you know what Cosa Nostra is and they'd be like that's my favorite mariachi band like Cosa Nostra is the island that Jurassic Park takes place on pretty sure yeah like uh, i uh, but anyway that's neither here or there dan are we gonna get whacked for talking about this story no i think we have italian immunity i think you might be in danger yeah you're whack enough though so (laughs) look listeners (laughs) help us uh pray for me (laughs) let's Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, you know, we're international. We're, we're wait, podcasters. Pause. Wait, okay. Did you say we have Italian immunity? Are you? Yeah. Oh my God, my paisan. We're also cousins. We just found out. You just found out. <laughs> Look, we, our it's glasses, true. we both wear glasses. We're definitely related. We have brown we, hair. 
I, we do kind of look alike. Like, let's be honest. We kind of do. <laughs> do. Whoops. Uh, I also wear glasses. But you don't look anything like me. Yeah, but you don't look like us. Like, shut up, Andrew. <laughs> Good for the two of you. Uh, let's move on. While we're international, you know, we're podcasters of the world. We're not just sitting at home in the United States looking in the mirror. We're looking at a map and we're trying to find Kazakhstan. So let's let's talk about another international story. Kazakhstan? Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. There's a Kyrgyzstan. There's a Kazakhstan. There's, there's, there's a, a Kurdistan. There's a there's a Kyrgyzstan too. There's a Kyrgyzstan? There's a Kurg. Come on, like, is this a bed? A Kurbistan. A, a Kurg. Not a not a curb stomp a stam. Get out, get out of here. Curb your enthusiasm, Stan. Uh, here's the thing. Anyways, sometimes, what's the news? Sometimes I don't know if it's a bit or not, and that's what keeps that's what keeps the show going. It's the intrigue. It's the mystery. Do they know what they're saying? Do they have any idea what anything is? Usually, no. Sometimes, maybe. I mean, you forgot we made a whole bonus episode about Andrew Tate. We never have any idea what's going on. I'm still not convinced that we've done that yet. Let's, uh, yeah, so in the, <laughs> in the news this week, Let's uh let's head down south of the equator. Let's talk about New Zealand. Uh, this week, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, announced that after six years in office, she's done. She's stepping down, and she said, "Uh, let's see here. Quote: I know what this job takes, and um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Quote: I know what this job takes, and I know that I no longer have enough left in the tank to do it justice." End quote. <laughs> This actually wasn't a bad accent. Like, wasn't the worst one. Yes, wasn't the worst. It was. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I want to just take a second to appreciate that, and then also, you know what? Again, good for her. That's like, what I'm saying. Good for her. She's like, you know what? This job kind of sucks, and I'm done doing it. Like, <laughs> I think I think we should normalize politicians just giving up, just being like, "Fuck this, man." This yeah, sucks. the problem is that our politicians give up and then they don't resign. They give up on governing and then just stay in office. They're like, they're like, why? Why would I leave this? I get to get like unlimited money from people. I get to go to fancy parties, and nobody's gonna fix anything anyways. So like, fuck it, dude. Hell yeah. Diane Feinstein's gonna be ninety something whenever she runs for re-election next year. Like, uh, Diane, Nancy, take a look at what Jacinda's doing. She made her mark. She led New Zealand through tragedies, both, uh, you know, maintaining one of the best policies on COVID in the Western world and also, you know, keeping the country uh, or being there in times of, 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 of chaos uh, after the Christchurch shooting. You know, she had it as far as how good of a response to something like that you can have. Like she did. She did a great job. She, you know, uh, she as far as. You know, if you're going to have a president, they're probably going to suck. Relative to other presidents, she seems to have done a pretty good job. And she's out. She's going to go, I don't know, drink some fireball whiskey. Not that bullshit malt liquor shit. She's getting the real shit. What I hate about this story, like, good for her. And I support her. And I love that for her. Quit any job that does not serve you. If your job is de depleting your p personal resources to the point where it's taking a toll on your life, please quit that shit. Um, what I hate about this is that, like, 
misogynists will latch on to this being a like women don't have the fortitude to govern Mm. like that kind of shit. And for that reason, I fucking hate it. And well, don't worry. The misogynist response that I saw to this was just a dude posted a picture of her whenever she was a teenager to now and was like, look at what she's how she's aged. She's like 42 now. So like clearly she has aged and she looks like she's aged. But like that's just what happens to women or just every single person that lives to be 42. They usually age. So the misogynists are not even uh, not even meeting that awfully terrible low bar they're they're not even concerned with making a point about whether women can do the job they're like look broads get old it's worse than you feared so i hate it i hate it there i hate I, it here <laughs> i i hate it there i you know where what? do you think you are We're writing a, a, a dr seuss book like <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it there. I think I hate it everywhere. Yeah, Tune into the yeah. travel channel. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to her. Let's talk about, oh, we've got a little update on a recurring story on this show. Now, Ian, I don't know if you've been on since uh, last year when Alec Baldwin uh, shot and killed the cinematographer of his movie that he was working on because he decided against hiring union prop people because it would be he wanted to save money as an executive producer on this film he overrode the call for union people and was like no 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 we know somebody that can do this and they hired some fucking random person that was like the daughter of somebody in the industry and she put a real bullet in a gun that was used uh supposed to be a blank and alec baldwin shot that gun pointing directly at the camera and it killed the cinematographer This week, New Mexico authorities announced that they are charging him with manslaughter, uh, involuntary manslaughter for this. So this is an exciting update that he is going to be potentially face some actual repercussions for this. The, The props department person is also being charged here. So technically, I think in this incident, more of the blame falls on the prop department person. I can't believe they have not been charged already. Uh, if nothing else, like negligent homicide or something like that. But the fact that Alec Baldwin is the reason that this person was on set and not somebody who would have probably done a better job, he does bear some responsibility. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that something is t- happening. <laughs> it's, it's fucking wild that he killed a lady a year ago and is just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> time to move on with my life. Man, he he's making it harder and harder to go back and enjoy 30 Rock. Like, let's not forget the real victim of this tragedy, me. <laughs> Put that in your memoir and cry. About it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I feel like your memoir is going to need some rewrites, but that's okay. I just, there's, fuck me, dude. Um, uh, well, like, I, I don't know. I feel like actors shouldn't be allowed to take the stand. Like, right? like you're going to like put a guy that's been like pretending to feel a certain way about things like in front of a jury and like expect him to like not move them in some capacity. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck, he's going to he's going to go up there and just like fucking smoky voice and be like, I, uh, I never meant to uh hurt anybody and then he's gonna cry and everyone's gonna be like damn he is good like i can't imagine a world a world without like more of his fucking 
uh, cinema or something like that. <laughs> I think, yeah, he exactly. Be, I think he should be forced to testify in the Trump impression. He was really oh, I forgot bad that he, he was really yeah, bad at Donald Trump. Very bad. People just liked it because they could tell it was like angry, but he was so bad at it. He was never good. It, he was just like, it, they could tell it was mean. And they're like, yeah, this is good. This is how we beat Trump. We get somebody to be mean to him. Did it work? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's like one of those things where like, do we expect him to actually get like charged? Like, is it's just going to be one of those things well, where it's like, well, how charged. is he supposed? To, well, I mean, like I like found guilty, Convicted. I guess. Convicted. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I work in the legal industry, too, which is really embarrassing. I'm like, ah, you know, the thing, the terms, they don't matter. You're right. Um, Working in the legal industry is embarrassing. Uh, you should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. I, I am. You have a career? <laughs> Fucking nerd. Well, hey, well, um, while you we're have on a this... degree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. It's not our place to forgive, but we never forget. So uh, while we're on the subject of people dying in gun violence, hey, check that out. Guess, would you believe in the United States of America, we had a mass shooting this weekend? I'm shocked. Here's the thing. These, here? The, <laughs> if what? it can happen here, it can happen anywhere. It can happen anywhere, but it doesn't. It strangely huh? doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. So here's the thing that concerned me most about this uh, before I get into the details of the shooting is that this happened on Saturday and I didn't see anything about it. I did not get a notification like a, you know, a news update. Like a lot of times whenever there's a news story, I'll get a ping on my phone just from like, I don't know, Apple News or something. Uh, I did not see anybody tweeting about it. I literally didn't even know this happened until I was like looking at uh, things f that happened this week and I'm like wait 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 wait. T 10 people died in a fucking mass shooting last night and nobody's even talking about it that's how regular this shit has been so it was at a Chinese Lunar New Year party in California somebody killed t shot and killed at least shot maybe killed I don't know 10 people were shot I think they were killed 10 killed 10, 10 killed 10 wounded so 20 so 20 total. shot and 20 shot, yeah. As of writing this, they don't even know who did it. The gunman got away. Or as uh, as of me reading it, are you seeing anything more up to date that they've found them or anything? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's probably worth mentioning that like... Uh, it, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. It was like a, at like a Lunar New Year festival as well. And like, you know, it's just like one of those things like last night, me and my friends were, uh, you know, out celebrating that and like having a good time. So it's just like... Like, just one of those like typical like ghastly like awful fucking things where it's like you have a bunch of america like just a bunch of americans like gather together to like celebrate something nice and like do something fun and then you can't do that without like also being like oh yeah that's right like i could die in a mass shooting at, like any fucking second like it's just so fucking i don't know it's uh they're, like, way to make it about you again ian <laughs> fuck oh fuck me you're man fuck she got me again because like uh, uh, ultimately your lunar new year party did not get shot up, but like <laughs> those 20 peoples did. Uh, I feel like that way. I, I wait, you know wait, what? wait, 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 Ian, <laughs> Andrew, what's the next piece of news? Wait, 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 hold on. I'm sorry. I just skewered you alive with that. I'm really sorry. I like you very much. Oh don't God. take it personally. <laughs> don't, uh, don't apologize, Deanna. I'm going to make it worse. So Ian, you were at a lunar <laughs> new year party last night. You feel awful today. 
and the gunman is still at large. Let's see. Let's let's add up some things that. We, oh, I I don't like I don't like the direction this is going in. <laughs> I don't like this one fucking bit. Yeah. Also, was- come, guests, future guests, come on the show. We may accuse you of mass shootings. Uh, we uh, atrocities. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a running story on this on the fucking <laughs> worst week yet. Update on whether or not Ian Rowe may or may not be the killer of the Lunar New Year bash. It is wild that like the it's very rare that the shooter just disappears. Like I, they didn't even say they knew who it was or like had any leads on who it. Like guy just came in, shot twenty people, and dipped, and they're like, "Well, shit." Yeah, I there are some some again always like demographic details I'm interested in here. Like, were these Chinese people celebrating Lunar New Year who got shot by a white person? Like, like what? Like, were these? white people celebrating it who like like I I would like to know more about the context of this situation like was this a hate crime or was this just a hateful crime um I, I imagine that it was likely a hate crime I don't think because I, I I imagine most of the people celebrating Chinese Lunar New Year are not are, are of some Asian descent I, I would imagine well, it, it happened at a, at a ballroom dance hall during a Chinese Lunar New Year celebration. Well, uh, just like Chinese New Lunar New Year. Yeah, so I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There was that woman that just got stabbed in Ohio for being Asian. So it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, we, I don't think we have that information yet. But like, if it, if it looks like a duck and talks like a duck, right? right. So, uh, yeah. Here's the I, thing is that we should have this information. Like, right. what the fuck? Why don't we have this? Right. Uh, I agree with you, Andrew, about uh, not seeing anything about this because like as you were telling like talking about it, um, I wasn't surprised to hear that that had occurred. But simultaneously, I was surprised to hear that it had occurred because I I hadn't heard anything about it. Like I haven't seen it anywhere, Um, you know, like, you know, the definition of a mass shooting is just anytime four or more people are shot, I believe. So like sometimes there'll be a mass shooting where like it's, you know, uh, somebody's having like a, you know, some kind of party and like somebody shows up and it's like a personal grievance so that they shoot, uh, you know, there's a gunfight or something. And that's like technically a mass shooting. And I understand that like those things that are like Take, yes, people got sh- a lot of people got shot, but it's like a person, you know, something that isn't like this like specific act of like doing a shooting. Uh, I understand why those ones don't break through. Why you know you don't hear about those in the same way. This, by all appearances, was a targeted fucking hate crime. How the fuck are we not talking? Uh, right, like this is an act of, of terrorism. This is a terroristic. <laughs> act and we're not talking about it. I think the reason why though the news has pulled back on reporting on this stuff is because they know that how we fight gun violence is by thoughts and prayers and if they don't tell us about it then we can't think about it and if we're not thinking about it then we can't pray about it there's something bigger going on here. The news is on the side of gun violence to to your point too I mean to your point like yeah to both of your points, like 20 people is a lot of fucking people to get shot in one go. And I mean, like, apparently what's interesting is like, I just, just out of curiosity, looked this up and they said, 
This is from Reuters. Officials were investigating whether an incident at another dance venue in the neighboring city of Alhambra 20 minutes later on Saturday night was connected with the massacre in Monterey Park. At the second venue, witnesses said, an Asian man walked in holding a gun that patrons were able to grab. No one was shot and the man fled. So like 20 minutes away, there was a fucking another one. Like, it's just like the normalization of this and like just how frequently it occurs. It's like, whether or not it was the same guy remains to be seen. But it's fucking insane. Like, that's fucking crazy that like another one happened 20 minutes away or almost Jesus happened. Christ. Luckily, it was prevented. Yeah. Anything that is like c- can be referred to as a massacre like that. We should all that we should be talking about that, that like that should be everywhere, widely publicized. And like, you know, a, a second ago, you had said like, oh, are you saying that the news is on the side of gun violence? But like, clearly it benefits the like the the news is doing something really perverse right now that I don't like, uh, which is the news disrespectful as fuck as always. Um, the news they're reporting on petty non crime like shoplifting, etc. And they're like, as a you know the economic conditions, the economic burden increases on families, like crime rates are skyrocketing, blah, 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 blah. And basically like criminalizing people who are trying to meet basic needs by like doing petty crime, like stealing yeah, uh, from like a grocery store and then completely glossing past someone doing a fucking massacre. Yeah, it's... It's demoralizing, um, but hey, you know the news is disrespectful, and that's why we don't respect the news. Uh, in- our our hearts go out to uh, the twenty people who were harmed and their families, and my heart also goes out to Ian, who now will have to think about the possibility of getting shot at every lunar new year party he attends here to forth, Let's or at least this. asked to leave. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. America, it's back, baby. Let's talk about, this will be a little more, let's switch gears here. This will be a little bit more fun. Uh, This story came out this week. Apparently, a 2016 video made by Tesla, which showcased their automated driving, uh, a tech demonstration, uh, was apparently fake. That's right. The video that we all saw seven years ago of a car driving itself, turns out somebody was just controlling that car. Now, here's the thing is that at this time, Elon Musk like released this as like, you know, a demonstration of what his technology could do, which then got huge investments in Tesla as a result. I smell a class action lawsuit coming. Yeah, where's where's that? Where's the fucking where's our unsung hero when we need him? Listeners, if you remember and or are aware of any of the story of what happened with Elizabeth Holmes in Theranos, uh, she was showing a demonstration of a technology that didn't quite work yet in order to get people to invest. Now, as a, as the years went on, it turned out that this technology just didn't work it didn't exist so she is currently in prison for this or she's Uh, been sentenced i don't know if she's and it's so good it's so fucking good now the thing is the reason that she got convicted of of defrauding people is because she knew in advance like she knew at the time she was saying that this was real that it was in fact being faked now with elon musk in his case 
it turns out emails from 2016 show that he was both aware and encouraging these videos to be faked. So Elon Musk literally did the exact same thing to defraud investors as Elizabeth Holmes did. And I don't know. Do you, there, do you think anything will happen to him? There are two wolves inside of me, and one of them wants to abolish the prison industrial complex, and the other wants to eat Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just we should tear keep his the prison flesh from his bones. I think we should keep the prison industrial complex just for people like Elizabeth Holmes and Elon Musk. Like, you know, like only if you have like millions and billions of dollars, then you get to go there. Um, yeah, they would turn I, it into know. like a spa or something, though. So. So Elon Musk literally did fraud, like verifiably uh, defrauded investors. He is also currently in court because of his uh, 2018 tweets about considering taking Tesla private that resulted in like a run on the stock that, you know, made him the richest man in the world uh, briefly, or I guess he was for a while. He's not anymore. (laughs) But yeah, Elon Musk. He just, here's the thing. Billionaires are evil. They do evil shit. But most of them, like, know what they're doing, and he doesn't at all. Like, he's just constantly fucking breaking the law. And we've seen it with Twitter. He's, like, just, he has a million ideas, and none of them are good. And, like, it's it's wild. I don't understand I think that Elon Musk's downfall will happen. Like, I I do not think a single other billionaire will ever, like, face the music. But I don't see... I don't see any way his luck doesn't run out. He's just so fucking bad at this. At everything. I I think that, like, after a certain income bracket, like, the government should just assign you, like, a no man. Because you get to a certain point where, like, everyone around you tells you yes. And if someone tells you no, you fire them. And I think that, like... We need to have some sort of like government bud run buddy system where it's just like, this is your, this is your handler. He's here to tell you no. And you have a bad idea and like, you can't get rid of him. He's just like, he's just like, he follows you around into the bathroom and like, like anytime you want to do anything, he's like, no, no, that is a bad idea. Like, no, do not give yourself a goldfish enema. No. I support this. Like, I think that billionaires, every billionaire, billionaire should just be placed under a conservatorship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Immediately. So we'll see how this pans out. I'm guessing that currently nothing will happen to him, but like this this motherfucker is like constantly doing things that are like kind of illegal, sometimes very illegal, and it can't just keep going forever. He's the the thing, I'm sorry, the thing, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Andrew. Do you want me to continue or do you want to finish your thought and then I can jump in at the end? It I'm sorry. was barely a thought. Go on. I just like, it's just like, how does he keep getting away with this? It's like fucking, I feel like Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. And I'm like, he's Walter White. <laughs> like, he's like, look at my new truck. It's indestructible. And he throws a rock at the window and the window breaks. And he's like, oh, well, guess that doesn't work. And then like, he's like, we're building robots. And then a guy comes out in a suit and he's like, well, we don't have them yet, but maybe. And he's like, they're going to make brain, brain implants. And like, all he's doing is killing fucking monkeys. And he's like, uh, the monkeys, the brains are not that strong. And it's just like, and nothing works openly, publicly, in front of cameras. Twitter is burning to the ground. And he still, he still gets funding for all these projects. Like, it's it's driving me insane. I feel like Mugatu in Zoolander. So, so something that happens with, and again, this is like, a, this happens to small time crime, like 
shoplifters, etc. Small time crime. Small time crime. Small time crime. I love small little, time crime. I love a little small time crime. Welcome um, to NPR. Small time crime. Small time crime. <laughs> Nah, I would never be on a podcast called Small Time Crime because I'm not a fucking narc. Anyways. How about Tiny Tiny Desk Crime on <laughs> NPR? Um, <laughs> so something that like like corp like corporate retailers will do is instead of popping somebody for shoplifting um, on like one occasion, they will wait until like they have evidence of somebody like doing a certain amount of shoplifting so that like it would be like a more significant felony charge. And I know that like when the government does undercover operations with like gangs and like organized crime, part of that is like they, they know the crime is happening. They're watching the crime happen. And what they're trying to do is amass a significant enough body of evidence that it could increase the charges. And I have to wonder, like, is that maybe a sort of thing where like, we're all watching this crime happen and we're like, he's criming and nobody cares that he's criming. He's but criming. Like, <laughs> but like, Oh, crime me a river. But like, just like, thank you. No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm criming. All right. Sorry. Um, I'm going to crime. We're it. done. I'm sorry. We're done. Go ahead. Please, please continue. I hate it there. Disrespectfully. Um, so, so I wonder that like, like even when we talked about on the Jen Shaw on the housewives episode, like when we did the housewives bonus episode, you know, they, they started investigating her in 2018. They knew that she was doing the crime. She was very openly doing the crime and people knew she was doing the crime, but like it didn't come around until like 2021 when they were, uh, or 2020 rather, when like they had a significant enough body of evidence acquired because like the minute that's that like that something gets brought against someone like Elon Musk, he they start locking things down. Yeah. And hiding things. But right now, because he is getting away with the crime, he's becoming more flagrant. And so he's like going to fricassee his own carcass. Also, maybe, hear me out, maybe he wants to go to jail. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm having a hard time making rent. You know where you don't have to pay rent? Jail. You know, it's the perfect plan. <laughs> Shout out to Elon Musk. He really was a genius this whole time. <laughs> I would like to see him in jail, whether he wants to be there or not. That would be great. Uh, look, Fuck Elon Musk. Let's move on. Uh, speaking of fuck this shit, let's talk about Florida for a moment here. Uh, oh, Florida, yeah. Florida's not not doing too great. Uh, this week, Florida announced that their Department of Education is rejecting their AP African-American Studies course for high schoolers because it considers it excessively woke. Ooh, the mind virus. Florida is the yeast infection in America's crotch. <laughs> well put. Uh, didn't didn't they? Didn't he also say that like because it lacks educational like value? Yes. Uh, they said that. Yeah. So they're just like taking this study course away because like you know they're doing the whole. Even though they've stopped talking about critical race theory and moved on to like five different things, they're still doing the critical race theory and that that or the 
persecution of critical race theory. And that's the thing that, like, you know, like, Democrats and Republicans typically do this, like, flame-up culture war, like, we having these discussions and, like, you know, Democrats in a lot of these cases say the right things, but, you know, it's just, like, neoliberal bullshit, like, they don't actually mean it. But Republicans do actually mean it. Like, they actually do like Joe Biden, you know, he says the right stuff about trans people, but then he doesn't do anything to actually protect them. And Republicans say the wrong thing about trans people and then actually follow that up and pass, uh, try to pass laws to make it so trans people can't see doctors or whatever. And, and that's what's happening here. Like whenever critical race theory was a, you know, a big talking point, I think that was in 2020. I can't remember. The, you know, Democrats were saying the right thing, but then they just kind of moved on whenever the culture war moved on to other things. But Republicans are still doing this. They're still trying to pass laws that, uh, that, that make it so you can't teach about stuff that happened because it makes the white people feel bad. Now, I will say in the Department of Education's defense, they said that they would be willing to reopen the discussion about potentially adding this course back if the courses change to include historically accurate information which what did, what did they think was in it before uh like nwa lyrics <laughs> here's the thing is that they want to literally change history to make it more acceptable what, what does that even fucking mean like a line in the book that said but some slaves liked it kind uh, of i think like, I think that, that that's what it is, is that, like, this whole debate that they were having about critical race theory is that, like, if you teach, if you teach kids that America did these awful things, they're not going to like America. And it's like, we did the things, we have to teach it. And they're like, well, no, you're not allowed to anymore. Like, that's it. Unless you pretend that we didn't or pretend that they weren't as bad, you can't even talk about them. And that is scary. Something else scary to me about this is the fact that there is already advanced placement U.S. history is a course offering. And so, like, deeply troubling to me is the fact that, like, the advanced placement U.S. history curriculum is not accurately inclusive of of African American history. Like like that's also a, a huge problem here. Yeah. And I think it, it it's again like very disrespectful, very demoralizing <laughs> just the way that that you know education operates in this country. And I you know I read uh earlier this month I finished reading Octavia Butler's uh Parable of the Talents and in the end she gives an interview this book was written in like the early 2000s, but she specifically talks about like how at that time people were talking about how they wanted to privatize education and, you know, like talking about charter schools and stuff. And like some of the things that she was describing being debated then have come, have panned out a bit at this point. And like seeing that like the entire point of, you know, controlling education of cutting education you know, it's j the the less people understand the actual context context of the th the the world, like the easier it is to tell them. Oh no, it's just 
this or it's just that like the easier it is for fucking fascism to grow and grow and grow and you know it's it's like blindly transparent that that's all they're doing is like well if you know if we don't tell people about the awful things we did then they'll think we're great as a country like oh yeah they'll be like you know it's demoralizing is the word sorry ian go ahead no, you're fine. You're fine. It's just like DeSantis is like an interesting case study too, because I do feel like he's like laying the ground for the groundwork for like whether or not it's possible to have like a political party like completely divorced from any like material politics. Like everything he does is basically just like culture war shit, where it's just like you know trans kids, race stuff, woke shit. Like every law he fucking passes is like has nothing to do with anything except for like hurting disenfranchised people or or like just through waving the word woke around like it's a fucking like brandishing it like it's a fucking gun and shooting at anything that moves well so I it's think just that, like i think but it's also it's it's fucking weirdly it's so effective it's so fucking effective like just like i you can defund anything you want if you point at it and go this is too woke we need to get rid of it well i think that that's like just the reality of what you know a lot of people don't spend much time thinking about or learning about politics and like you know some people will be like oh like low information voters that's not really the point i think that most people in this country if you ask them would say like oh yeah the democrats and republicans it's all the same they're all the same like because most people don't even fucking vote like so i think that's a an opinion that's held by the majority of americans regardless of you know where they're at or what their you know situation is so when you have this feeling that, oh, the Democrats and Republicans, neither of them are going to fix anything, then everything's out the window other than just like reactionary fucking culture war shit. If you know neither side is going to help you personally, at least you can punish the people you don't like by voting for this side. And I think that that's what this is, is that you're right that, you know, DeSantis is kind of like the figurehead of I'm not going to fucking fix anything, but I am going to, you know, oh, those migrants coming across the border five states away. What if I just send them to New York and let those commies deal with them? Like, it's all just grievance based. Like, you're not your life's not going to get better, but I'll make somebody you don't life. I'll make their life worse. I think also, though, that there is there is something to that. We're like, I need, I, I would want to, God forbid we research something. Nope. I would want to, I would want to learn more about this to like more fully develop this perspective. But it, there is a possibility that exists to, in my mind that like doing all this dog and pony show stuff about the culture war issues keeps people focused on that stuff and then the actual governing that gets done is w- worse behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah it's just tax like, cuts for uh, tax cuts for their wealthy benefactors and you know corporate friendly policies. Right, but like when people, like the majority of people, don't understand like how n- clean water infrastructure works right so then they don't even have an opinion on clean water infrastructure like like if you asked people well do you think people should have clean water access to clean water or not a a lot of people would just say yes but then it's like well how do we do that 
there are no ideas there. But because the culture war is social, people have opinions about that. And so a politician can rally support around that. But then once they're in office, they can actually do whatever the fuck they want and keep people distracted with the culture war stuff. And even like ourselves, like we get upset about like what's happening in the culture war policy side of things. But like, I don't know what other, like it prevents me from looking into what other shit these politicians are actually like tacitly building into bills and like pushing through under the radar while everyone is over here. Like Ron DeSantis is a monster because he is doing X very publicly loud anti-woke thing. But it's like, okay, Ron DeSantis is probably a monster for something else as well. And we aren't even necessarily like tracking what that is. He's uh, like his monster track record is like a fucking GPA at Monsters University. It's like, it's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, He's the valedictorian. (laughs) He really fucking is. But it's crazy because like, I mean, like, and I don't even mean to like necessarily minimize like the the culture war stuff as well because a lot of the shit he's doing is like fucking evil it's evil like the, for sure. yeah it's just it's so fucking like skin crawlingly fucking evil and i think the the rest of the party is like oh shit we get away with this it's great like not only can we get away with it like people will rally behind it yeah that was like kind of the lesson of donald trump was that like they used to try and say the quiet part quietly and they're like oh we can just say it loud as fuck and it'll be fine because although you know, I, I think a, I think overall more people, you know, just a cross section of the country, more people are against like things that hurt, you know, trans kids, LGBTQ kids, more people, you know, would like there to be some if somebody shows up from another country like, all right, let's figure out, you know, like uh, let them in, like just like our ancestors, all that shit. But because no party is offering to fix anything, they're not going to vote because it's like whenever people say the Democrats and Republicans are the same, they are right. But it's for the wrong reasons. They think that it's like, Oh, they're all like this, you know, lizard people, part of a, no, they're just both extreme pro capitalists. Like they, they are just both going to do whatever they can to make more money for the people with money. And like everything else is just like, how do we get to be the ones that get to do the thing? It, I'm getting too, I'm getting too off subject here. Let's, Let's rein this back in. While we're on the subject of... uh, Florida? Pieces of shit politicians. Well, in a way, you're both right. Well, Ian, you're actually wrong, because we're going to talk about (laughs) something in Iowa. Uh, And, Deanna, you're also wrong, because it's not a politician, it's a policy. But it is a piece of shit. So, you know, there's, there's a little bit of right in all of us. This week, the Iowa Republican Party announced that they are going to attempt to implement changes in their state's food stamp program so that people can only buy a few restricted items using food stamps. Uh, This includes you can have no white grains, so like only whole wheat bread or whole wheat pasta. You cannot no longer buy any baked or refried beans. You can only buy like pinto beans or like red beans or whatever. Um, you cannot buy any fresh meats. You are now only allowed to buy, or if this passes, you will only be allowed to buy canned meats and not even frozen canned, only canned like canned tuna or whatever. And lastly, no sliced shredded or cubed cheeses. 
So basically, if you're getting food stamps in Iowa, the Republicans want to make it so that you can only buy like five things. Wheat bread, I, like, spam, uh, and and blocks of cheese. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like, I understand that they hate poor people, but it's just like the, the amount of effort they're willing to put into punishing America's poor is just astounding. Like it just never ceases to amaze me. And like, I worry that if I stop being amazed, I'll just become a nihilist because I'm like, wow, like you're, you're, you're awful. You, and you keep finding ways to become more awful. Like it truly is astounding. Fuck. It always just seems to me like America's, you know, as a whole just seems so much more concerned with punishing people for doing the wrong thing rather than doing absolutely anything to prevent them from doing the wrong thing. And, you know, being poor is the wrong thing. And who gives a fuck how you got there? You're poor now. That's your fault. Here's your punishment. You can only eat certain foods. You can only have bland food because fuck you. Pick yourself up. by. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not. It's just, it's not an accident. Like the fact that they won't raise minimum wage, but also want to penalize people whose wages aren't enough to afford them living. Uh, like that's not an accident. Yeah. It's a guarantee. Yeah. It's a guarantee for people who are at the top of the capitalist pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. And I'll do, I'll do you one worse as well. I mean, like kind of cascading off that. It's like, if you look at like the, like, historically low, what is it? Um, rate of people that are like signing up for the military. Like I'm, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we see like uh, certain crimes reduce to this like level of, all right, well you committed, the, you, you did this petty theft. You can go to jail for X amount of time or you can join the military. Um, but just like they used to do when they were uh, like, what was like during the Vietnam war basically. And it was like, well, you could be drafted or you could go to jail. Um, so I'm sure that we're going to see that uh, pop up again as well, because like kids these days have kind of wised up. They're like, fuck this. I'm like, I'm like going to I'm like Iraq, eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are there are so, only so many ways for somebody to like. There are only so many ways for people to survive. And there are definitely people who use like going into the military as there, like there are people who use going into the military as like their only means of escaping poverty as well. So again, forcing people into poverty, not even slating it as like you've done crime and now you have to be like, join the military. Plenty of people who do willingly enlist are doing so because they want to escape poverty. And so, again, like forcing people, systemically forcing people into poverty and making the fact of poverty so deeply untenable and punitive that people are willing to do anything to get out of it. Again, it all is like in service to a higher purpose. And I was thinking about the like the workforce and like prison industrial complex, but also, you know, you bring up an excellent point about the military and and frankly, I could see that being a part of it as well. Yeah, I think it's all twistedly, I, you know, I would have to agree with you as well. It's like twistedly, sickeningly interconnected in like the grossest right. possible way. But well, it's just like, that's, I mean, that's, but that's it. It's just like, it, it still never fails to get like that knee-trick reaction of like this is so disgusting yeah none of it's none of these are not just like isolated like uh, astral acts of cruelty they're they're 
constellations of evil shit. You heard it here first. (laughs) Hell yeah. My astrological sign is a constellation of evil shit. (laughs) Mine is um, a peacock emoji. (laughs) What? I don't know. We just say stuff. That got real serious, so we had to bounce back to just saying stupid shit. Hell yeah. That's our specialty. (laughs) Folks, let's move on here. I've got another story. This one is out of Philadelphia, which means... Ian did it. Ian did it. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese Zodiac killer strikes again. Oh, I don't like that at all. No. Oh, oh, I want to immediately walk that back. I gotta... God, I'm understimulated. All right, go the ahead. The fucking cone caper is at it once again. <laughs> God. So earlier this month, a Philadelphia woman was arrested. Um, she spent nearly a week in jail uh, after being arrested for shoplifting that occurred in Texas last year. Her name's Julie Hudson. She's a 31-year-old PhD student, and she had been applying for jobs. Uh, and one of the background check checks that she went through popped up saying that she had a warrant. So she went to the police station to sort it out, and instead they put her in cuffs and threw her in a cell. Now the thing is, Julie Hudson has never been to Texas where the crime occurred. Ah, another uh, another incident of excellent police work. What happened was there was surveillance footage of a woman doing a shoplifting, and then they put it into facial recognition software, which got a match with Julie Hudson's fucking Facebook profile, and that was enough to fucking issue a warrant. What? They, the just fuck? Put it, they just put it into a fucking machine and we're like, we think this is this lady. Now, Julie Hudson is a black woman. Um, the woman who did the shoplifting was also uh, was also black. Now, I don't have pictures of them to show the two of you or obviously listeners at home, uh, but I can describe it like this because I did see the pictures. I saw this in a fucking TikTok for God's sakes. Uh, picture two completely different black women. That's what was, that's what the fucking, that's what you were looking at here. They do not look alike at all aside from their skin tone. It is insane. Like their faces are different, different builds, like different shapes entirely. And nope, facial recognition, issued the arrest warrant. Now, it took them six days to figure this out. She not only had never been to Texas, but like she was like teaching a class at the time that the crime occurred. Like, the timestamp of the video she was accounted for and she still sat in jail for almost a fucking week. And now this arrest is like, as of now, like on her record permanently. Like, isn't it, isn't it so cool that like, we can't have like good public transportation because like people have to sue the cops for just total negligent dipshit, like, moron bullshit like this and then like we have to reward people rightfully like millions of dollars in damages and then it's just like sorry we couldn't like fix the school uh we had to pay a billion dollars in lawsuits because cops did dumb bullshit like this like all the fucking time like god damn it but but also like what's so embarrassing about this is that like I, i could see the facial recognition software like being of value sure whatever to what the the crimes of the police but like didn't anybody fucking check didn't anybody fucking check like the blind trust 
of that kind of AI that was obviously developed by like, like somebody who clearly thinks all black people look the same. Uh, like, like, because like there was just a blind trust for that. Like, yeah, sure. This piece of fucking software said that these two people are the same person. We shouldn't, we shouldn't investigate that at all before we fucking act on it. Apparently no. Maybe that's why it took the Italians so long to find, uh, (laughs) to find that guy. They just, you know, they kept seeing surveillance footage that was matching, matching up with him. And then they were like, maybe that's not him. We better find out. We better be sure. It wasn't until he went into the hospital where he used his name. Then they were sure. Then they were sure they had him. And the pasty papa. Yeah. The scariest thing about this, because, you know, this is the reality that, you know, more and more people are using facial recognition to track down the bad guys, whatever, is that this particular case was, you know, a 31-year-old, like, law-abiding PhD student. Like, it sounded like she was kind of a nerd. Like, and she went to the police and, like, tried to sort it out. They still threw her in jail for a week or whatever. But this same thing could have happened to somebody... That was maybe not this like, uh, I I don't know if it's like appropriate to say this like model citizen trope or whatever, but like this, this could have happened to somebody that may have, maybe was kind of an asshole, maybe got pulled over for speeding and the cop walks up to the window and is like, oh, I ran your plates. Do you, you have a warrant in Texas? And this person goes, I've never been to fucking Texas. What are you talking about? And then they end up getting shot by that police officer for resisting arrest and like by the time we hear about it, it will already be this whole story of like, you know, uh, officer involved shooting of a person that became unruly during a traffic stop. Like this is like the best case scenario for this kind of thing to go out the way that it did, where she like calmly walked into a police station to try and sort it out. But she had every right to be like, what the fuck are you doing? And they could have killed her and got away with it. Like, the fact that a fucking facial recognition shit could have led to somebody dying for a crime in a state they never even fucking went to. And nobody is saying like, hey, we should stop doing this. They're just like, oh, my bad. What's well, so funny, too, because like, I feel like anytime you get one of these news stories, that's like, you know, China bad. Um, like they always point to uh, China's like what's the word I'm looking for uh, implementation of like facial recognition technology and to track citizens. But we're already doing it. Yeah. But like, we're already doing it here and it's just like, it's no fucking attention. Like, like the sheer fact that the cops are just like, Oh yeah, you popped up in a fucked up bad, like bad AI database, like, you know, the alpha version or whatever. And uh, now we have to arrest you and keep you in jail for six days. Like motherfucker, you cry about 1984. The cops are literally big brother. That's what's happening right now. How do people not understand that, like, we are doing a fascism? Like, we're doing it. It's happening. It's occurring. Well, because they are immune to the woke mind virus, Deanna. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because Rick Sanchez is always in the news, like, finding finding other things Rick to Sanchez? piss on. Like, Rick Sanchez, sorry, Rick, Rick DeSantis. Ron, Ron DeSantis? <laughs> Ron DeSantis, fuck me. Rick Sanchez. What is that, look? I just want to reiterate just one of uh, George Santos's aliases. <laughs> Don't allegedly, <worry>. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck did I say, Rick Sanchez? 
Rick San- Rick Sanchez. Yes, Rick I think that's the guy oh, from Rick and Morty. I think his last name yeah. is Sanchez. It is the guy from Rick and Morty. What the fuck is wrong with me, Ian? In addition to all the other crimes you've committed on this podcast, <laughs> now you're a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, no, thought, I'm not. I that's you that's go so any lower. Bad. I'm sorry. I'm not going to accuse you of that. That's really uh, that's, <laughs> that's really low. It's, that's it's egregious. It's egregious, and you've been very nice. And and as we are paisan, <laughs> I'm going to just let you. I'm going to let you I go really, on that one. I really appreciate that. I feel like I've been subject to a lot of abuse here today. <laughs> like, I don't know how much more I can take. What God, if- I thought I was being mild today. <laughs> Shit. What if the real pickle, Rick, is the friends we made along the way? All right. Our last story for the day. Uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and uh, try and figure out what this what this old Joe Biden plans to do with this country. Now, this week. The United States hit its debt limit. That's right. Got a notification from Citibank. We maxed out the credit cards. Oh, <laughs> fuck. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Here's the thing. Uh, the Treasury Department is suspending some investments, and they're like kind of moving some money around to make sure that we are able to continue sending out payments. Uh, they said it'll buy us maybe up to maybe five months. They said social security checks will come out at least until June. And the Republicans in the house said that they are not going to raise the debt limit at all without any substantial cuts in spending. So everybody's saying, Hey, we got to do this. Nobody really has any plan on how we're going to do this. And the clock is running, you know, like I said, we've hit the debt limit and nobody really knows what to do. Here's I just, I just wish that they would stop calling it like the treasury secretary would stop calling it like extraordinary measures to keep, keep us under the fucking limit. Cause they do the same thing every time. So it's just like, I just want them to start calling it like the usual bullshit or like the normal fucking awful stuff that we do every fucking time that this it's happens every six months. Measures. <laughs> the same old fucking measures, like extraordinary measures. Like, like do like, I don't know, man, like fucking uh, like, do so. Like, I can't think of anything like fucking funny right now, but just like at least like, I don't know, like if Janet Yellen, pl- I fucking fuck me, dude. I, I give up. I just give up. I give up for the whole show. I give up. Why? What? Who? What? <laughs> what is this? What is the, her fucking naming it? Janet Yeltsin, Janet Yellen. What? Well, you had it. Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen, Yellen is real. Like, was okay, that not the right. person you were trying to... I, I thought that is that, exactly who I'm trying to think about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Janet, you had that one. You had okay. it. You got it, boo. Yay, good for you. <laughs> like, just like, I don't know, like, if she, like... I, I don't know, like, pulled up her shirt and, like, played drums on her belly for, like, six months. Like, that would be extraordinary measures. But, like, it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff. They're like, all right, well, like... People at the post office are going to get like medical benefits or something or like old people might not get social security checks. Like it's the same fucking thing every time. It just drives me fucking crazy. That's it. End of end of speech. Uh, I think, too, you know, we're going to see ourselves in another situation where the Democrats have done fuck all. And now they're in a situation where. Uh, because they have done fuck all and the fuck all that they have done is terrible. Uh, they're in a situation where they are required to get like Republican involvement to move something forward. And because the Republicans move as a fucking unit, the Democrats are going to have to cede a whole bunch of shit 
two Republicans that is fucking evil. And then when everyone's like, why did you allow this to happen? The Democrats are going to be like, well, because the Republicans were just like mean to us and they wouldn't let us push the thing through. So we had to give them our lunch money because like if we didn't, they were going to beat us up. I only have one issue with what you just said, Deanna. Uh, the Democrats are not giving the Republicans their lunch money. They're giving them our lunch our money. Our lunch money, yeah. yes. We have to give them your lunch money. We're so sorry. <laughs> that makes it so much worse. Well, I just... Yeah, the, like, like Nancy why? Pelosi giving the Republicans her teeth would be extraordinary measures. <laughs> Take out your teeth, Nance. Hand them over. You don't need them. You're not using them. I like to chew the ice cream. Oh, my God. I just... I just... Camp, I don't know why we still even have the fucking debt ceiling. Like, you were yelling say was like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> no, well, both. Abolish uh, Nancy Pelosi. Abolish both, man. Like, get rid of Pelosi and the debt ceiling. No, but it's just like Yellen herself was like, yeah, we don't need this anymore. And Biden was like, I think I'll keep it around. Well, I here, feel I like knowing it's there. The thing is, is that the Democrats knew this was coming. Well, and they, and they, oh my months. god and they didn't Here's do anything whoa and we just kept sending money to ukraine it's insane it's well, like d- 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 i don't want to jump the gun here but the last line of the story here is that what's joe biden going to do oh this week he announced he's sending 2.5 billion more in military aid to ukraine so you just uh, d- never mind the punchline is ruined but i will say that <laughs> i'm dem- sorry you were going to make a good joke and i ruined it <clears throat> Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. What does that sound effect, Andrew? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> the thing is, is that the Democrats knew that this debt ceiling, uh, debt limit was like fast approaching. They knew it would be happening for months leading up to it. And they kept kicking the can down the road, whatever, trying to f- figure out a deal. And then at the last minute, they're like, ah, we'll just give it another couple months. It'll be fine. Now, when the Democrats lost control of the House in the 2022 elections, they had this lame duck session for two months, you know, most of November and all of December, where at any time they could have forced something through that would at least give them a couple years to not worry about this. They chose not to. Which is insane because they love kicking the can down the lane. Go on. They chose not to. And now we are in a situation where Republicans are going to be able to control the entire fucking conversation and Democrats are going to come out and say, well, we had to No, they didn't. They fucking chose to the Democrats do want to cut spending. They just can't appear to want it. So they have to set themselves up in a situation where it looks like Republicans are forcing it, but this, <laughs> they all have the same goal. They do not want any of their fucking corporate donors' taxes to go up. They want to keep the status quo just as it is. They don't want to help people that are in poverty. They want to punish people that are in poverty. They do not want to fix anything. They just want to keep hanging out with their shitty fucking friends. I would say the most unprecedented thing about how awful these times are is just how precedented it all feels. I think I messed that joke up. No, I think you landed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm besides myself in laughter. I mean, I it, I don't know that it was a, I I don't know that it was a joke. It was a poignant line. It was it, it it was a line for sure. Okay. 
Yeah, it just, I don't know. It just feels like... its It feels very precedented. Like, we do have a precedent for all of this. And the government keeps being like, we are facing an unprecedented circumstance. And it's like, nah, there's a lot of fucking precedent. Like, like you, you, you fucking morons literally talk about the debt ceiling like every other year than like sometimes the government Every other year, it's like, it's like every six months, I feel like. Because it's just like... the like, government like, shuts down. Sometimes you like worry and it gets to the last minute and then you just kick the can like this. You're just doing the same thing so that you don't you're just kicking the can so you don't have to fucking own any decision that might end up being uh, painful to anybody like wild like like other than poor people sorry republicans want to like uh, rewrite history to make it more convenient democrats want to like rewrite the fucking present it, it like in a way that is is so fucking gaslighty and and creepy i you know a bad guy in bad guy's clothing is is a bad guy but like i'm sick of democrats and the fucking a bad guy in good guy's clothing like don't pretend to be don't pretend to be the good guys just admit you're bad guys clearly we see that there are people who are more than happy to align themselves with bad guys so like be bad guys. Just be bad guys. Let an act- let actual good guys try to do good guy shit. You want to do bad guy shit? Just go join up with other fucking bad guys. Breaking. The United States Congress uh, House of Representatives and now has a conservative advantage uh, 428 to 7. <laughs> right. Like, but it's <laughs> it's that deception of, and, and, and both parties are are deceptive about wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is that like my, my big issue is that like the Democrats are deceptive about also their willingness to hurt people. Yeah. Whereas the Republicans are very open about their willingness to hurt people. And unfortunately that's how their party like gains traction in a lot of ways. But like, Pretending you're going to help and then not helping is one thing, but pretending that you don't want anyone to get hurt when you clearly fucking do evil. Yeah. I don't know. It is it just, <laughs> just makes me feel really bad. I wish, you know, I talk to people every once in a while. They're like, yeah, I don't pay that much attention. I'm like, think you're, think you're right. I think you're doing it correctly. But you know what? If I am going to be forced to hurt, let myself fall victim to watching the news, I I'm just so glad that I get to sit around and talk about it with weirdos like you. So, Deanna, Ian, thank you again for joining me this week. Uh, Ian, where would you like people to find you? Do you got anything to plug? I don't want to be found. Leave me alone. No, we need to look for you and make sure that you didn't get murdered for your parking lot. <laughs> find Ian uh, in a Rick and Morty board. Uh, don't. Board, f- don't look for me there. Don't tell people that. <laughs> no. If you see a pickle, it might be Ian. He's pickle. Uh, I just, just, just to have me back on later when I'm not hung over so I can redeem myself. Find Ian drinking cinnamon malt liquor at a children's <laughs> birthday party dressed as Rick Sanchez. Also find some- me, find me beaten to death in a fucking gutter by my fucking Philadelphia neighbors. Cause I moved their cone and parked there. You moved your own cone that they stole <laughs> from you. Just like, this is, yeah. Did you learn nothing from the bike? Did you learn nothing I, from bike guy? I don't think I did. I really should have taken that to heart. That's a story about all of us. It really is. It really is. 
Maybe the real bike riding stab victim is the... You know what? Never mind. Deanna, what do you got to plug, buddy? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at DDDDeanna. That's four Ds, E-A-N-N-A. Sometimes I say funny stuff. Sometimes I say sad stuff. Mostly I'm just here to remind you all that there is no I in team, but there is a U in cunt. Hell yeah. You can find me at Andrew Hiller US. You can find the show at Worst Week Yet. If you got any news stories you'd like to submit, feel free to send them our way. Tag us in, if you will. Uh, you can su- support the show by going to patreon.com slash worst week yet. And more important than all that bullshit, uh, tune in again next week for more bad news.